Hello and welcome everyone to our SAP Cloud Platform podcast. I am Friederike Heine, part of the SAP Cloud Platform product management team, and this is episode 68, the first one in 2021. I wish all of you a very happy new year, and let me just say that I hope everyone's healthy and was able to have some relaxing time over the Christmas holidays. Maybe some of you have already started following up on their personal New Year's resolutions and trying to evolve into a better future. I can tell you, SAP Cloud Platform definitely has. Which directly leads me to our two topics for this episode. Today, we will take a look back at TechEd 2020, but also take a look into the future of SAP Cloud Platform, of its rebranding and the evolution that will follow. We will start with our recap of TechEd, which of course is SAP's premier tech event created for developers, architects, engineers and tech. To give us first-hand insights of what it was like, I was able to get Cecilia Huergo and Thomas Grassel for an interview. And if you've been watching the TechEd Live channels, you have definitely caught a glimpse of them presenting and leading us through several topics. Today, they will give us a quick review of what their first fully digital TechEd experience was like. They will also highlight where we can watch the sessions we missed and what we can still look forward to. As for the second topic, which is the sunsetting of SAP Cloud Platform as a brand, let me tell you that this is no reason to worry. While the name might change, the capabilities and everything under the hood will stay the same. This is also true for our podcast series and our newsletter, which will both continue under the new name SAP Integration Suite and SAP Extension Suite. To discuss these changes, say goodbye to the old and welcome the new, I have Karuna Mukherjee and Stefan Schart with me. We will talk about what is happening exactly and why, but also address concerns about the impact this has on the installed base. Karuna and Stefan will also point out where you can find information about this topic and what it means for the future of the product. Together, we will talk about questions and concerns that might arise, but also tell the story of why this is a step into the future. Without further ado, let's start with Ceci and Thomas and take a look back at TechEd 2020. All right. Hi, Ceci. Hi, Thomas. Thank you for being here with us today for our SAP TechEd 2020 recap. Ceci was already with us um, before TechEd in November, so we are closing the circle here. And let me just say that we have really enjoyed your outstanding event moderation and presentations from both of you, Thomas and Ceci. But for those who don't know you yet, which I think after this tech, it seems impossible. Can you please introduce yourselves really quick? 
Sure. Um, so first off, Frederica, thank you so much for, for the intro and also for having me back on the podcast. Um, I always enjoy um, being here with you guys. Um, so yeah, quick introduction from my side. I'm Cecilia Wargo, and I'm part of the central product management team for, for SAP Cal Platform. Yeah, and this is Thomas. So um, also happy to be here on the podcast, different medium after tech it being on the video and on the screen all the time. So I'm responsible for the community at SAP, um, but also the developer programs. And that was a nice tie into tech it to get everything out there. Great. Thanks for the introduction. So it was the first time that this large tech event took place completely virtual. How was your virtual event experience and the moderation of this new format? Yeah, so virtual was definitely a, um, a big challenge to think about it, like how to bring the same deep learning information across in the virtual environment. And initially, uh, I mentioned this also before on, on the TechEd show, we started out with a physical event um, planning that was early um, in 2020. But then we soon knew like in the April timeframe, we need to switch to a virtual event in a virtual event format. At that time, we also looked a lot around like what works, especially for the developer audience or for more the technical audience. What is the expectation around a virtual event? How do you keep people engaged? And this is also besides the whole threat of content, we also then had to like, OK, how do we bring them back in? And that's when the idea of Channel One was created, the activities in Channel One, the website, how to drive the activities, the social media around it. And I think putting these things all together then in the end really worked out really, really great. We got a lot of positive feedback. And so also thanks for everybody who's watching, engaging and still engaging around Ticket. So definitely big challenge, but also with the help from a lot of folks inside SAP, we got it together. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then just maybe a little bit like the moderation experience was, I think everybody saw, everybody that, that watched Channel One or has maybe seen the recording saw that we were having a lot of fun um, on stage. And that was kind of one of our main objectives. Like Thomas said, we wanted to bring the audience in a little bit. We want them to have a place where, you know, they could just, play they could just look at um look and hear us and just really understand where TechEd was going right so sometimes maybe they didn't have an idea on a specific session or specific content that they wanted to see but if they watched channel one if they were engaging with us they had an idea of where TechEd was going what direction was in and they also had a chance to see maybe some high level contact like for example the executive q a's um that was the first time that you actually were able to ask questions after a keynote for example um, so again bringing the audience in not just showing them stuff but also being able to engage with them was definitely a, a very interesting experience and i i can i can i can tell that you guys really had fun on stage it was it was pretty clear because i did watch some of some of the uh, sessions as well all right. Um, maybe you can give us a short overview of your TechEd 2020 highlights. Just, you know, what was what were your highlights for this TechEd? Yeah, um, so I mean, there were a lot of 
there were a lot of content highlights for me. So, I mean, we had, for example, two new tracks. Um, so we had the customer experience track and the partner track, which were brand new and, you know, not only just in virtual tech ed, but they weren't available before in um, so physical tech ads. So that gave the, the audience and the participants a way to engage directly into, for example, our whole customer experience solution, which is becoming more and more relevant, not just within SAP, but also um, for our customers as well. And then we had the partner track, which also highlighted not only how to become a partner and the steps that you needed to yeah, to maybe complete to start being a partner with SAP, but it also helped our partners understand or our existing partners understand what's, what was available uh, available to them. So those were two, I think, great new tracks to have on board. Um, we also had, like I mentioned before, the live executive Q&As, which is something that we haven't really done before at a physical event. So being able to ask questions directly after a keynote to the execs, to, you know, Jürgen Mueller, to Thomas Sauer, Essig, everybody on board, that was definitely a, a a great a great addition um and then we had some you know some some small kind of fun things as well so we had the social media wall to again continue to engage with the audience with the sap community with everybody that was watching us or was engaging with sessions and really have them feel that back and forth um and also what i think was was very cool is that we had the concept of community talks so it wasn't just us like for example on channel one us talking about you know stuff that sap was doing but we really had sap community members sap community mentors um there with us and engaging with with the audience as well so that was great yeah and it was definitely a, a big mix of different content i think that was also nice to to see the reaction to this and i'm still getting Re reactions, emails, uh, direct messages on Twitter or responses on this. Because like it brings, and this was a big goal for us, like to have these different insights into tech and, and into the different technologies and how people are using the technology in there. So it was over 500 sessions in total like this. Yes, including some of the repeats. And just to compare it, going into virtual we also said like let's not cut back on all the great content so what we saw a lot of like other virtual events where they said oh it's virtual we need to make it much more streamlined we basically went in with the same content amount we had at the physical events in the past and yes we had to adjust around hands-ons and expert sessions so there was something we had to work around like what is possible but it, it overall gave us a great results and we had over 90,000 people registered for TechEd. Um, the other thing was TechEd was the first time really open for everybody. So it was free. Everybody could dial in at their time and um, also the result, what we saw on the sessions themselves, we got an extreme high rating for all the sessions um even higher in some circumstances than we had in the past on the physical event so the investment really then and it was worth to to go deep and really make sure that the experts from the products and that's what we really focused on can deliver on all of the the details around their products i mean i guess this te last ticket was was so great and the feedback was so overwhelmingly positive that it's probably hard to pick your highlights i just realized but um absolutely agree with what you just said so um and i mean we've touched 
upon feedback already, but maybe you can point out some of the feedback or like the overall feedback that was given to the virtual format. I know it was positive, but maybe there's something you can think of that you want to, you know, put into context or highlight a bit. Yeah, so I mean, I think what what kind of was a highlight for me is that the engage the real time engagement on social media was amazing. I think we had, you know, everybody kind of tagging us and and tweeting about it and just engaging with us throughout those 48 hours um, completely. And we really saw how it was not just, you know, it was not just about, yeah, okay, this is some great content. We have, of course, the product experts. We have all this great information that we want to share with you. But it was really about them seeing that SAP was interested in getting that feedback as well, right? So we were always kind of communicating back and forth. And what I think one of my highlights was after TechEd, so the day after TechEd, we also received kind of a lot of comments and a lot of tweets and a lot of emails saying, we miss you guys. We miss TechEd. We miss the you know, we miss having channel one always um, on on in the back end. We miss going into going into the sessions, doing the Q&A. But also what we were able to say and what was great about this this virtual format is that TechEd is actually the gift that keeps on giving. So all the content, all the replays, the um, workshop material, everything is available online for them to continue to experience TechEd, even though the actual event has already passed. All right. Um, so maybe you can also state something that you think needs improvement in that format. Do you have any wishes or preferences for 2021 for what's coming next? Yeah, there's always the, the thing when you're done an event and uh, you, you look into it and certain things where you know hmm, we can do a little bit more. Um, and also, it's still a learning. Um, and I must admit, like we're in touch also with other teams in inside SAP, but I also talked to folks outside of SAP on what was their experience, how we did it. So it's great to have this collaboration. For us, I would say the workshops, that was like um, a much, much tougher thing to go into and really execute on it. And we had a lot of discussions before because we knew the hands-on in the physical events in tech, it was always a huge highlight for everybody. So how do we transfer this one into virtually? And so we we had to, to make some compromises and so on. But uh, this is also like where we are experimenting and, and building this out now. And um, if you go to the community and you look at the post tech follow-ups on the community, you will already see that we just launched, I think yesterday, Craig put a blog post out um, about the follow-up uh, activities in the community and there you will find workshops. We changed the format so everybody can attend. So this was some feedback. Um, we also have the expert session. We make that open for everybody. So I do now expect that at least 50, 100,000 are joining that part. But it's, it's, it's exactly what we want to do slightly adjustments and yeah there's also like great ideas which came in from the community's feedback um, and I had definitely plenty of post-ticket discussions on what's next to do. All right. Um, Ceci, I know you touched upon this a bit earlier when we we're talking about um, 
you were talking about replays. Um, so if I have missed out on some sessions or want to rewatch something, where could I find all the post-ticket activities and replays? And is there anything you would recommend maybe watching? Yeah. So um, first of all, as you know, the people that maybe heard the the previous podcast, you know that I'm a little bit biased. Or if you <laughs> if you watch Tech and you watch Channel One, um, you also know that I was the co-track lead for the application development and integration track. So I was very involved in kind of setting up that content and setting up that track. And of course, it in it includes a lot of my favorite products and services. So I'm always going to recommend um, content from there. But I just you know also want to highlight that everything that we put out for Tech Ed was amazing. Everybody did a great job so there is you know a lot of content on your specific use cases or specific products or specific i don't know development interests uh that you're that you want to follow up on and basically where you can watch the replays or where you can get more information on the content if you just go like open a browser and type in saptecha.com that will take you to the event website um and there you're going to have like all the replays and all the um, also the, the presentations that were shared, et cetera, everything available there. But we also have the the videos, the video replays on our SAP TechEd uh, YouTube channel. So you can also go just go into YouTube, SAP TechEd, and you'll be able to find all the replays. And there are playlists um, set up for the specific tracks and also for channel one and, for example, for like executive keynotes, etc. Um, but like Thomas also mentioned, uh, we are also starting kind of the replays on um, SAP, led by the SAP community. So if you go to the SAP community and just look for SAP TechEd in 2020, you'll also find all the information um, and kind of the, the links to the replays and content there. And if you're like, oh, I'm not so sure what to watch, where should I start? Um, some highlights that I can recommend from the app dev track are definitely, for example, Dev 202, which gives you um, a highlight on integration suite and what the big picture is and what our strategy is from SAP on integration moving forward. Um, of course, ABAP strategy, that was a big hit. We have a lot of ABAP developers out there that want to know what's next, what's coming up, what does ABAP in the cloud mean? So that would be Dev 200, I believe. Um, anybody wanting to find out more how to build extensions on the platform, we also had a dedicated session on that. So that would be Dev 201. Um, and then, of course, like new topics, for example, industry cloud, that's a new topic. It was also highlighted in the keynote, and there is a overview session on that. That would be Dev 109. Um, but again, there is a lot of interesting content out there. If you go either to the event uh, website or YouTube and you just Google or yes, yeah, search for your, your favorite word, then I'm sure you're going to you're going to find interesting content available. Thanks. I think it's super convenient that you can actually go back and rewatch things. But how long exactly will the recordings be available for? So on the platform, so like again on the on saptechad.com, uh, you'll be able to find them until at least mid of this year. So at least maybe June, July. Um, but again, on the SAP TechEd channel on YouTube, you'll also find the recordings available if you want to take a look. Okay, great. I think that's plenty of time to actually go through everything that's been uh, that's available. Okay, so this is our last question for today. Um, and I want to know from both of you, what was your most interesting lesson learned? And do you have any outlook you would like to share with the listeners? 
Yeah, from from my perspective, the most interesting and uh, lesson learned around tech it was like the real important focus on the content. Um, and because in the end, this is why people are attending TechEd and this is why everybody wants to be a part and and be in there, but also make it easy to consume, make it a fun way to consume, have a great co-moderator host with you who can guide you through all the channel one hiccups. And I don't think we have ever really done a, a big blooper thing because there were not too many bloopers. So there's a lot of like highlights around that one as well. But I think it's also to to have this experience come together. Um, you wouldn't believe it. Yes, Tech 2021 planning has started, so it's kicking on, uh, uh, kicking in, and um, definitely right now we unfortunately have to again plan for a virtual one, but we're keeping our eyes open to see. Is there a chance to get people even in a physical place, hopefully by the fall, together? Um, so that's definitely like things we also hope again we can bring back from the physical event into the into Tech at 2021. So stay tuned for for more content and updates on that. Yeah, and I mean from my side, I can only like I 100% agree with everything that that Tom and just. Thomas just said. Um, and I also feel that what we did and what was really important is that we didn't just take, you know, the physical event and do it in a virtual format. We really kind of reimagined the whole experience because um, I think that was that was kind of the most valuable um, lesson learned that I took from it. You really just can't say, OK, yeah, if we had, you know, we had lectures and if we had hands on, we'll just do them like virtually through a Zoom meeting or through a recording. It was really about thinking, how can we get that tech ed feeling. So, you know, tech ed is all about not just learning what's new, but also engaging and networking and really getting that feel that you're with the SAP experts at all time. So we tried to put that into um, into the virtual experience. And I can only hope that for the future, we will continue to take that aspect and increase it more and more and really make it a truly, you know, 100% interactive and engaging experience. Um, and also learning from the fact that Yes, TechEd is once a year, but we have to keep engaging throughout the year with with our community. So, you know, having these these TechEd replay sessions on the SAP community starting um, um, end of uh, end of January and really go, taking that throughout the year is also something that I hope we will continue to do for the years to come. Okay, thanks. I mean, I can tell you, I'm already excited for the next TechEd 2021, and it's still a while to go, but I think uh, it was. Thanks for giving this interview. It was really great um, hearing your feedback, hearing your, about your experience, what it was like. And I, I hope to see both of you soon, again, maybe on the TechEd stage. So thanks for taking the time and hope to have you back in the podcast, maybe. Love to anytime. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Loved as well. Anytime. Now that we have taken a look back with Cersei and Thomas, it is time to dive into the rebranding of SAP Cloud Platform. In the second part of this episode, I have Corona and Stefan with me, who will talk about everything regarding the SAP Cloud Platform rebranding.
right. So, hi Karuna, hi Stefan. Thank you both for taking the time and being here with me today. Um, our topic is a bit of a goodbye, but also it is mostly about a bright future for SAP Cloud Platform. But for those who do not know uh, both of you, maybe you can introduce yourself really quickly. Thank you, Frederica. So, hi everyone. My name is Karuna Mukherjee. I'm a Vice President for Product Marketing with the Business Technology Platform team uh, based in Palo Alto. Hey, my name is Stefan, uh, based out of Waldorf. I lead the cross product management team uh, out of the BTP core unit at SAP. All right, great. Thank you both. Um, to kick this off, um, on January 27th this year, so 2021, it was officially announced that SAP Cloud Platform as a brand name is being sunset. So let us first dive into the what, why and how about this. And my first question to both of you, Karuna and Stefan, would be what is happening with the SAP Cloud Platform brand? Uh, why did we make this decision? And can you give us a bit of background information on this? Maybe also explain how the SAP Business Technology Platform fits into the entire picture. Sure. Okay. So, you know, I think one of, you know, before we get into the details of, you know, of sunsetting of the cloud platform brand, you know, let, let's let's pause for a moment and celebrate the success that we had with the SAP cloud platform as a brand, as a product, as a platform. We have over 16,000 customers, partners running on that platform today that have leveraged the platform for the past, you know, seven to eight years, you know, using various different capabilities of it. You know, we have seen success in terms of being leaders in Magic Quadrants and Gartner, right? Both across enterprise integration platform as a service, across for the multi-experience um, Magic Quadrant as well. So, you know, as I said, a, mo a moment to celebrate the success for the platform brand for SAP Cloud Platform. But, you know, where we are today, we are at a point where SAP, as you know, has, uh, you know, launched the business technology platform a couple of years ago, really the, the true underlying underpinning platform for our intelligent enterprise. And then the question came up, you know, we have two platforms here. Where do we go from here? How do we simplify this for our customers? With while ensuring that there is no loss in capabilities, no loss in feature functions. And so that really was the primary driver for us to uh, you know, sunset the cloud platform brand. But I want to emphasize not sunsetting capabilities, everything continues to be available to our community, to our partners, to our customers, capabilities around in integration, capabilities around extension, but now sitting under this larger platform, which is the SAP Business Technology Platform, to ensure that there is ongoing innovation available to our customers. We continue to deliver capabilities, not just in, the, in areas of integration extension, but also in areas of analytics in areas of AI, intelligent technologies, and really bring this together and expose these capabilities to our customers through a single platform, which going forward will be the SAP business technology platform. Yeah, and no, Karuna, you said, it, you said it very well. So, so, so let me just, you know, um, let, let me just re-emphasize that. Um, so, I mean, what we're changing is the name. 
um, of, of, of our services, right? So what used to be called the SAP Cloud Platform something something service in the future will be called the SAP something something service. But that's about you know all the change, a label, a UI, but we're not changing the technology. We're not sensing any, any functionality or anything around that. I just want to make sure that our listeners here um, understand that and, and that we you know emphasize that as, as much as we can so that we don't get to any any misunderstandings. Uh, and now just, you know, me personally, I, I've been around the Cloud Platform program now for 10 years and, and we did have a couple of uh, of rebrandings also in the past. And what I, uh, what I want to also emphasize is that this now is not just relabeling something that we have with, with a different name, but it also, we also want to show that the whole platform, like our business technology platform, that's something bigger, bigger in scope than what we had under the cloud platform brand, right? You, you mentioned the data management, data warehouse capabilities that we have, the analytics capabilities, the, um, the, the, the AI services that we have. And if I look at it from a, from a customer and from a partner and from a developer perspective, then it is important that, uh, that we understand that our customers and partners were using all of these services and are using all of these services together in concert. So, so they're using the BTP, the business technology platform already today. And then I think it's a good idea uh, or, or a good thing for us to take away some of the confusion uh, that was out there having a platform sitting on another platform or being part of another platform and just concentrate on that one platform brand, SAP BTP business technology platform moving forward. All right, great. I think that was a that was a good start. Um, that was a good, you know, idea of, of, of what is happening with the cloud platform and the rebranding. And I'm just very certain that there are various concerns about the impact of the rebranding on the installed base. And I know, Stefan, you touched upon this just now, but uh, maybe we can have a look at, you know, we can talk a bit about the SAP integration suite and the SAP extension suite and you know if you know do they cover everything that was once cloud platform but also um, what happens to existing customers and what's going to happen to CPA agreements or the pricing structure. Mm -hmm. Happy to, and, and thank you. And let, let me lead off, and, and Karuna, you please, uh, you know, keep me honest here and, and add stuff that I, may be, that I may be forgetting. Um, so, so first of all, everybody who knows Cloud Platform is that we do two things with SAP Cloud Platform. We help our customers and partners integrate uh, their landscapes with the integration suite. So what used to be called the SAP Cloud Platform integration suite and is now moving forward being called the SAP integration suite. And then we cover application development, in particular in an SAP context where the Cloud Platform or what's now called the, the former cloud platform, I have to say, I'm sorry, um, is being used for to extend SAP solutions. And we used to call that portfolio the SAP Cloud Platform Extension Suite. Moving forward, we're going to call it the SAP Extension Suite. Also makes our names a little bit shorter, not a bad thing, I believe. So in, in terms of what our customers are getting, um, it's still going to be the same thing, just, you know, with the different labels and, and the technology hasn't changed. Let me start off with that. Um, for our install base, uh, I mean, the people interacting with the platform will notice that over the next uh, five, six weeks, the UI labels uh, in, in the services where we, where we essentially call the services by their names, that those change, right? But again, the technology underneath doesn't change at all. Our customers shouldn't, you know, see or won't see any, any um, negative impact on their running scenarios or anything. It's just labels uh, that we're exchanging here. And also, of course, at the same time, 
um, we're exchanging those names in documentation uh, and in our presentation materials, etc. But again, just a name change, nothing changing on the on the technology or service side, in particular for our existing customers and partners. So a couple of things to add from my side, you know, beyond what we are doing in terms of name change, right? I think this also sets the path forward for us. Um, you know, in the very near future, you know, we are looking to expand some of the best practices that we had in the cloud platform world. So things like the discovery center, you know, let's, uh, you know, trials, right? We will now, you know, work towards enhancing the scope for that. The Discovery Center is a great example where we've got seen a lot of positive feedback from our customers, from our partners, the ability to create missions, to define your use cases, you know, to take you through that end-to-end -end journey of then identifying the services and solutions you need to, you know, specifically build for your use case and then actually pricing it out, right? So to me, you know, that has been an extremely successful part of the cloud platform, um, you know, engine, if you will that we can now take to the business technology platform. So there's a lot beyond just the name, uh, you know, that will that we have in front of us that we can deliver and innovate for our customers, right? Having more use cases that bring in multiple solutions together, you know, enhancing the scope of our trials going forward and really providing our customers with that one unified platform experience as they look to evaluate all the, you know, outcomes that they're looking to get from their applications and really put us top of mind as the platform of choice for our um, SAP customers. So, so the, you know, to me, this is really this just the start. And, you know, it is a name change, but again, I want, uh, just like Stefan want to emphasize, you know, all the capabilities continue to exist uh, that customers can leverage. Yeah, and, and thank you, Karuna. And, and also let me, let, let me respond to one of the questions that you raised, Frederick, an important one and, and, and you know, might be a, a top concern or on the top of the mind from for our installed uh, for, for our customers and existing customers and partners. Pricing wise, licensing wise on the commercial side, uh, also there are zero changes. I know I sound like a broken record here, but but there are really no changes in on the on the pricing commercial side in any way or form due to this name change. Great. I mean, that's good to hear that um, what you just said is, I think, very reassuring for people, for customers who are already using Cloud Platform, that nothing major is going to change for them. And I know it's just so, there's just such a lot of information about this topic. Um, and I was just wondering, maybe you could talk a bit about um, how people can stay up to date with everything that's happening right now and maybe you can even recommend a place to go where you can find information that's reliable you know that explains it a bit more um yeah absolutely so you know i would uh, the most critical web page or digital asset that i would recommend everybody to go to is our cloud platform web page uh, we are going to be updating and having a very authentic uh, messaging available on that page that really talks about, you know, why we are doing this, you know, what impact it has, 
uh, you know, what are some of the top of mind questions, you know, that our customers will have. So definitely that the place to get more details would be the cloud platform page that will have uh, the latest and the greatest information on this sunsetting. What I would also recommend is as part of this journey of, you know, the brand being sunset and our customers getting more and more familiar with the business technology platform page is to actually go to, um, to that web page as well, sap.com forward slash BTP where you can learn more about the platform and you know learn how these integration capabilities and extension capabilities continue to exist in the platform along with you know other solutions from from AI from analytics and database data management so the cloud platform page is is the one source of information of course continue following us on our twitter handle um, where the name is not changing right now it continues to be sapcp where we will be posting regular updates uh, on this topic. Great, um, thanks. So, Stefan, you want to add anything, but I feel like um, the website is really one of the main sources to find out what's going on and to stay up to date and maybe even, even sign up for our newsletter, which will also continue to exist. Um, lastly, maybe you can give us a bit of a future outlook and tell us how to not, you know, you know what's 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 coming up, and how to not get lost in this process, really. Yeah, that's actually uh, the the question that I, that I've really been waiting for, Frederike. Thank you very much for that, because we, we do have a lot of exciting product stuff coming up, and and you know we we should you know focus more on the capabilities and the technologies and then on something like naming the naming part is important that people are understanding what's happening but over the course of the year we, we will really have some some exciting product news um product news coming up that that we'll be able to communicate and that we also uh, will able then to show uh, to our customers and, and i believe also that is the best way um to help our customers, our partners, the community out there understand that, you know, we're continuing on the platform full steam here, right? So, um, for instance, uh, it's been now, what, six weeks since TechEd or so, where Jürgen Müller announced that we're going to have a free tier uh, of the platform. He announced that as SAP TechEd and our teams are working full steam on bringing that, uh, bringing that out. Um, this year, this is going to be very exciting for, for the developers out there, for our customers and partners, because it'll help them to get acquainted to the platform, create POCs, and then move them over uh, to production more easily. So, so that's you know one of the examples uh, of, of things that we want to bring out this year for the platform. And capability-wise, obviously, integration is and will continue to be top of mind for us. So we'll build out the integration suite with, uh, with new capabilities. We'll uh, get stuff out like the, the master data integration services and, and uh, you know, connected to that, the one domain model uh, that we have then for uh, for our business objects in the various SAP um, systems that we have, and on the development and extension side, we're looking, you know, to dive uh, even more into into things like like giving low code tools, uh, low code support to develop on our platform. We're bringing together our um, IRPA, our robotic process automation services with our workflow capabilities and things like that. And, and last but not least, we're also building out the infrastructure, right? So, so we will announce, uh, counting from the top of my head, I, I believe four or five new regions, uh, so new data centers that we will, where we will bring the capabilities that you know, used to make the cloud platform and, and our, you know, essential parts of, of the business technology platform, where we bring those to our customers and partners moving forward. So a lot of uh, great stuff that uh, we will uh, announce, show and deliver 
uh, over the next month. And again, I, I believe that's the best way to show how we're evolving the platform moving forward. So I, I believe I did a little bit of a marketing job here, but Karuna, anything to add from your end, from well, you know, a real marketing I, person? <laughs> you know, the future is bright. And I, you know, and I don't mean that as a pun, right? Get bringing, you know, unifying our platform story, bringing all these capabilities, which include in integration capabilities, extension capabilities available to our customers through this unified platform, continuing to work on enhancing our, our platform experience for our partners, developers, architects, right? That is extremely critical. And, you know, that is, that is going to be the, the impact of the sunset of the cloud platform brand is now we have more available to our customers. You know, we will be innovating and doing a lot more on the business technology platform. So, you know, lots of exciting things to come. You know, we, you know, as, as a platform company, you know, are looking to deliver more of these innovations. So the future is bright. It's really bright, in fact. All right. I mean, just listening to both of you talking about the future, it's it, it makes me excited as well. So I guess this is a this is a good way to end our our session. Thank you both of you for taking the time. I know it's been a couple of busy weeks, the first ones this year. So thank you, and uh, I hope maybe to have you back on the podcast again. Thanks. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you, thank Karuna. You. Thank you, Frederike. Well, that was quite some content for the first episode this year. Looking back at such a successful TechEd with a new virtual format, but also talking about the rebranding of SAP Cloud Platform and what that really means for us, for you and everyone involved. That was quite a start into 2021, wasn't it? We will be back with our next episode in February, but then under a new name, which is the SAP Integration Suite and SAP Extension Suite podcast. Thank you all for listening and make sure you stay healthy. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our open SAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.